0: Hi, this is Brad Harris, host of the Legacy Mindset Podcast. Thank you for joining us. What is Legacy Mindset? You see, most people are trying to go from survival to success without ever thinking of the next level, which is significance, or your legacy. So in this podcast, what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through those three levels. We're gonna talk about the three mindsets to get you to that pinnacle, which is significance, or your legacy. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you a favor. If you could share this podcast with either your friends or your family or post it on social media, that would be greatly appreciated. And that's how we can get the word out. Okay, great. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Super excited about being with you here. Now I'm loving, I'm loving walking through the stages of this podcast. You know, we talked about going from survival to success, to significant, and of course, to be able to be significant in life. Of course, we're going to have to have a legacy mindset to be able to do that. So I'm really excited about today's subject. What we're going to talk about today is 12 things that run a first impression immediately. Now we're going to talk about it in two senses here we're going to talk about it of course personally when you meet personally with somebody but we're also going to talk about when we do virtually now one of the big things that's happening right now is a lot of virtual meetings right we're having a lot of virtual zooms zoom is a is a platform i don't know what you guys use out there but zoom is what i use a lot a lot of the schools are using zoom churches are using zoom Okay, business meetings are using Zooms, presentations, interviews, all kinds of things are using a virtual platform. So we're going to talk about making a first impression on the virtual as well as being in person. You know, it's like scientists say, right? They say that it's proven that we form our first impression about someone within the first seven seconds of meeting with them. And 55% of the first impression is based on appearance. Would you really write that down? Based on appearance, right? I don't know if you've ever read the book uh, by from um, Marcus Gladwell. It's called Blink. It's a very powerful book. And he talks about within two seconds, your intuition takes over and you make decisions about people. Within two seconds. He said, actually, your first two intuition sometimes is more powerful than being with somebody for two hours. So it's so important to have a fantastic first impression. So I'm going to walk through a bunch of things. Like I said, I'm going to talk about both virtual and in person. So let's get our notes out. It's going to be 12 things. Number one, number one, a weak handshake. Okay. Of course, this would be in person, right? Of course, in today in the world, right? Virtual, we're not doing handshakes anymore, are we? Okay, but if you are, I mean, we're seeing, of course, we're seeing more and more and more. So as we go through the year, here we are in January, what, uh, 2021, we're starting to see people get back together now. We're starting to see people meet in person now again. We're going to start seeing that more and more and more. And they talk about if you have a strong, firm handshake, okay, it gives the impression of confidence, of capability. Of course, remember, don't grip too hard, right? I I had this friend at church, right? And when you shake his hand, oh my goodness, goodness, he takes you to your knees. I mean, that's too, too powerful, right? But William F. Chaplin, which is a psychologist, found that people with a weak handshake are instantly judged as being shy, anxious, uninterested, or even incompletely incompetent. So really think about that. So how your first impression, how you come with someone, how you enter the room. I had to tell this um, story on my friend, Alexis Pelfrey. Some of you guys may know her. She's a business associate of mine in my business. And um, how I actually met her first, though, she was my assistant. Okay. So she actually came in for an interview. And I'll never forget this. She came in for an interview. She walks in the front door. Okay. We, we interviewed like 30 people. And I remember me and my wife, Pam, we were interviewing people. And I remember literally people walking in the front door where I was, we are at uh, what we call a nutrition club, but this is where people come in and get healthy shakes and everything. And so they walked in the door. Okay. So they would walk in the door and I could see them from where my bar was and how they entered the room sometimes was incredibly, I mean, they were just like, I would never hire them. Just the way they walked up to me, and of course their handshake. But I'll never remember remember Alexis. She walks in the door, she comes in, she opens the door, and it was like a long walk to our bar. And I'll never forget. She's like fast paced, straight, looking me straight in the eye, walking up, sticks out her hand, and says, "Hi, I'm Alexis," with a big smile, with a with a just just a powerful, positive demeanor. I remember looking at Pam. Cause Pam would always talk to her talk to the, you know, the, to them first. And then I would talk, I said, hire this girl. See just off of that first impression, it's powerful. What is your first impression as you walk in the door? Now let's talk about zoom a little bit virtually, right? Whatever platform you're using, how do you show up? How do you show up on zoom? I see people the first time I meet them okay, is on Zoom because I'll have like a business meeting and they'll they'll come on. And it's amazing. It's amazing how they're dressed, how they're looking. And I think they don't understand that they are making a first impression on everybody on that Zoom because everybody can see them. We have this, you know, you have the gallery type view, right? It makes a difference. If people are making an impression of you within the first seven seconds, maybe even two seconds. How are you showing up? And we'll talk more about that as we go through the presentation here and talk about, but really think about that. Really think, how are you showing up on Zoom? How are you dressed? Do you smile? Because we can't do a handshake, but your smile is your handshake. The way you look in that camera is your handshake. How are you showing up? What's in the background that you're showing up in Zoom, right? Some people have their dirty laundry or dirty dishes in the background. I'll never forget this. Uh, one uh, a friend of mine was telling me about a Zoom that he had, and it was like a nutrition Zoom, right? It was about a bunch of nutrition people, and he was, you know, was training them how to be nutritional coaches. And he said they smoked a pack of cigarettes during the Zoom. A whole pack of cigarettes. Can you believe this? What kind of first impression would that be? I've seen people on their Zoom, right, with their computer at the end of their bed, on their bed, number one, that's first impression. With their feet, with their shoes and socks off, and you see their feet blocking almost their face. See, they're not thinking about first impression, are they? That would run a first impression, wouldn't it? Think about that. Think about that as we go forward in this virtual world. Number two, this is a this is an interest, especially when you're in meeting with somebody. It talked about in this article I read, it said, keeping your hands in the wrong position. See, they said, if you put your hands on your lap, if you want, but never keep them in your pockets, because this gives the impression that you're hiding something. You ever see people with their hands in their pocket all the time? It's like they're hiding something. They say if you place your hands on the table, don't squeeze them too tight or lay them flat with your palms down. This makes people feel like you want to control them. See, this I'm just giving you some little tips. It's not like we got to be like, oh my gosh, Brad, I got to walk in here and I got to think all this stuff. It's like a couple little things that you could do to have a great first impression. We talk about it all the time, it's so powerful that you make a first impression with people, especially if you're in the business world, especially if you're meeting, maybe you're meeting your boyfriend's, girlfriend's parents. You know, they had this huge story. It's like, I'll tell and she'll probably kill me about this. Right. And uh, my granddaughter, Sierra, right. She, she had this guy and she wanted to meet and I said, okay, you can meet him at the house and she's going to bring him over. And I'm like, okay, Sierra, I just want you to know I'm, I'm always looking for, you know, kind of like, you know, it's like, when people come over, it's not like I'm gonna be interrogating this person, right? I feel sorry for Sierra, right? You got me who's like, I'm constantly in a personal development, constantly looking at personalities, constantly, right? I mean, but you know, I'm just I just want to let you know. It's like that's what I do. And so, but not that I'm gonna be rude or anything, but I'm 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 gonna be on my toes, right? And so this guy comes in, I won't say his name. And it was just amazing his presence, his first impression uh, impression with me. It wasn't good, by the way. And we'll talk about that. And I'm going to elaborate on that story. Okay. But his presence wasn't good. His presence wasn't good at all. Okay. By meeting me the first time. And we'll talk about it. I'll talk a little bit more about that as we kind of go through here. Okay. So keeping your hands, like I said, you know, by the way, they talk about in culture, right? Sometimes it's about culture when you're, when you're with someone, right? They said, if you're in Japan, okay, or India, if you do clasp your hands on top of the table real tightly, that's rude. So sometimes we even got to know our customs. Who are we sitting across? So one of the biggest things that I try to do is constantly learn things. And this is personal development. This is trying to be better. And this is trying to make a difference in people's life, having a legacy mindset, right? So important how you show up. I'm telling you, it's so, so, so important how you show up. Number three, chewing gum. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Chewing gum. Chewing gum makes you look immature, self-centered. There's, I mean, some people I don't understand. I don't understand when they're doing it. And and virtually, you're chewing gum into the microphone. I've seen people do that. I'm like, what are you doing? That first impression. Now, sometimes they say in social, social, you know, social settings, joining guns okay. It's actually friendly, it's actually calmness. First impressions. What is your first impression? Think about these as we go through. Uh, number four, avoiding eye contact. This is a huge one. This is a huge one on both, on virtual and in person. See, don't be afraid to lock eyes with another person. From time to time, instead of constantly looking around, especially when you meet them for the first time, right? So many people, and I'm telling you, this is on Zoom too. If you're on Zoom, be present. I see sometimes people looking up, like maybe there's somebody's talking to them or something or looking over somewhere else on Zoom, but definitely, you ever met somebody at a party or something and they're looking over you, looking around? What does that tell you? Uninterested. It can show shyness. It can show that you're not confident. Remember we talked about Alexis walking in the door? Okay. Walking in that door, walking down there, looked me straight in the eye. By the way, she's done incredible in our business. It's, it's incredible just by that first impression, what that did for her, for her future. So you don't know who you're meeting. I don't care if it's at church. Well, I see people come in the door at church. Cause I'm a lot of times I'm a greeter at church and they can't look you in the eye. They, they have, they have a bad body language. Making icon. And I'm not talking about staring somebody down, right? <laughs> That's not what we're talking about here, right? These are little bitty things. How good are you at these? are you thinking about this? Especially No, I'm not talking about when you're with people, you've been around a long time. It's comfortable. It's like, but I'm telling you when you're meeting people for the first time, when you're meeting someone at church, one, you, you, this could be at a family reunion. You had met nobody. This could be anywhere you're at. So powerful, so powerful. Okay. Number five, playing with your hair. Okay. This is a, you know, a, Kind of a funny thing, right? But, and it probably more women than men, but some men do too, right? Playing with your hair. This is not a good impression. If that's a habit of yours, you really got to watch it. If you tend to play with your hair when you're nervous, and a lot of people do that, try to kick that habit. You could be sending the wrong message. Okay. Sometimes that message to a woman, to a man is flirting. See, it's so important. Are you doing that on Zoom? See, that can be, especially on Zoom, on camera, it's even maybe even more so. Pay attention, especially if this is your first time meeting somebody on Zoom. If I was going on Zoom, if I had guests on Zoom, think about, think about how you're showing up, how you show up. Number five, okay, or sorry, number six, that was number five. Number six. Picking the wrong conversation topics. You'll saying is play it safe, right? Avoid the general taboo topics, right? You know, the topics, right? Religion, politics, money. Oh, you can get into some, especially on first impression. I'm not talking about when I have fantastic conversations. If I'm coaching someone, I'm working with someone, but this is not what I bring up. I saw so many people, health problems. I don't want to know. And back away, if I go back to Sierra, right? He started telling me all his health problems. This is a young kid. First impression. He starts telling me all his health problems. Okay. And he had all these opinions on things. And I'm just looking at Sierra. And of course, I know what she's thinking, right? Not good. <laughs> Not a good first impression here. He was telling me about all his family problems. I'm like, "What are you doing here? How do you do?" See, sometimes when people show up with people, they think talking about stuff. They start talking about their health problems. They start about you know, it's like never walked up to somebody said, you know, first meeting, say, "Hi, how you doing?" You know what they'll say? Oh, just my head's just above water, or I'm making it what why would you do that why would you ever say that and i'm not saying you have to fake it to you you know fake everything but why would you have that first impression if you i i do this all the time and i learned this from a friend of mine named denny bullard and uh, he was a huge impression on me back in 1993 when i first started my business and he was a little bit older than me and he was just so developed and he used to say super great and so you say how you doing he goes super great and i was like and, and I picked that verbiage up. So a lot of times if you ask me, it was like, how's it going? I'll go super great, super awesome. And they're like, people don't know how to deal with that most of the time. But here's what I find when I say that. And I don't always say that if it's in a wrong situation, I don't be over positive. Right. But I'll say super great. And they'll go, oh, and I'll go, how you doing? You know what they'll always do? They'll try to go up and meet me. They'll go, uh, uh, I'm doing great. You know what the worst word you can say? When somebody asks you how you're doing, it's fine. That's so general. I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. To you choose. You choose. It's such a powerful first impression how you show up in that. When you really look at the wrong conversation topics, if you start talking about your personal problems to people, In first impression, I see people do this all the time. Do you do that? Do you know people who do that? How do you feel about them? You ever ask a person how they're doing, and next 20 minutes later, you said, I wish I wouldn't have asked them? What kind of first impression is that? Number seven, invading someone's personal space. This is huge in first impression, right? Invading somebody's personal space. Space. You know, it's like, especially we're talking about in person, right? We're in, in person, not not on Zoom, but we're in person, correct? Now, if you're invading somebody's personal space, go back to Alexis, one of the things Alexis did do, we had to really work on, is I would talk constantly talk to her and say, hey, listen, it's like, don't get in people's personal space. You know, they say the good rule is four feet. Of course, now we have the six feet rule, right, with COVID and everything. But normal's four feet. Is it good? If you can get too close, that makes people feel uncomfortable. It makes you feel intimidating to them. If it's a girl to a man, it's probably not good for a girl to a man, right? If a wife is standing over there. Okay. Especially if the girl's single talking to the man really close. How's that going to look? See, the first impression is not going to be fantastic because that is, see, it's like you learn not too far back shows you're uninterested. Now, by the way, on Zoom, do you get your face right in the camera? It's like, oh my goodness, back up. Think about that. I've seen people do makeup on Zoom, right? They they forget they're on Zoom. They're doing their makeup or fixing their hair because they can see themselves. Bad first impression. And they've proven, guys, they've proven that bad first impressions can have a significant income on you. In other words, significant on your income if you're in a business situation. It can have a significant on a relationship. It never goes to stage two, stage three. Whether that's wrong or right, it's what it is. Number eight. Making Distracted Noises. <laughs> you ever heard, ever watched Dumb and Dumber? I, 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 that's, that's a crazy movie, right? If you, if you haven't watched it, it's like, it's one of those, like I said, I love humorous movies. I love, what about Bob? Dumb and Dumber. I love Seinfeld. If you're around me, I just love stupid humor, right? But it, like the most, you know what the most, you know, annoying noise is? And he's like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh my goodness. How many people do you know? It's like their first impression they make, they make annoying noises. You ever heard somebody click in their pen? It just like drives you crazy. That means they're nervous too. It's a bad first impression. Tapping their foot, Pam. And that's one of my big problems. I tap my foot all the time. I think it's because I'm probably on so much energy with, with the products I take. But it's like, Pam's like, don't tap your foot if we're in church. Quit tapping your foot. It's annoying. It's bad. And especially in first impression, especially in first impression, tapping your foot. Pay attention to that. If you're making these annoying, annoying noises, right? Um, You know, a couple other things, cracking your knuckles. Is that something you do? Is that a habit? You don't even know you're doing it. They say that's one of the most annoying sounds, according to a survey by the New York Times. Pay attention. It can show nervousness or impatience when you're that way. This could give a bad vibe to somebody. And of course, if you're on Zoom, right? All kinds of noise in the background. You don't know how to use the mute button, right? Bad first impression. Dogs barking. You got to learn if you're if this is going to be your first time meeting somebody on Zoom, or you're going to be on somewhere or the first time meeting and you're going to make n- noises? I'll never forget, you guys. Back in my business when I first started, 1993, we used to, because uh, I look at Zoom, how we get to, able to do Zoom and then the mute futures, where we can mute out. And I remember we used to do conference calls, and those days you did a conference call, okay. Another one, you had to pay like I don't know, it was $150 for 30 minutes, and you could have 30 people on the line, right? And it was for 30 minutes. And I remember doing these conference calls, and it was dial-in, right? And but there was no mute future feature. You couldn't mute people out. And they couldn't, and so it's like, so they would have to maybe mute on their phone and I'll never forget spending 15 minutes of, of the call trying to get everybody to be quiet. People will be doing dishes while they're on the phone, changing a baby's diaper. You're like, please be quiet. It's like, wow. Pay attention. You're making a first impression everywhere. If you're loud in church. If you're loud at the family get together, you're making these annoying and noises. Pay attention. Okay. Number uh, nine, right? Constantly checking your phone. This is a huge one for all of us. Let's all raise our hand here. All, all of us are guilty of this, right? It says, it says in this article it says, even if you're checking the time on your screen, it comes off as extremely impolite when you do it during a conversation. A study from the university of Essex showed that even just having one's phone on the table next to them reduces a conversations quality and the participants engagement. So it says, leave it in the bag or put it in your phone or put it, um, put it, you know, leave it in the bag, put it away. It's so it's, it's such a bad first impression. And I've seen people on zoom talking on their phone during the presentation or when you're talking, they're talking on the phone and they got it it on mute, but they got their phone up to their ear. What kind of first impression is that giving people who are watching that? Whether it's in church, Zoom, I've seen people in a church Zoom do that. What are you doing? Think about this. First impressions. Number 10, forgetting people's names. It's a huge one, right? Guys, I did a whole study last year, uh, and so Jim Quick. If you want to learn about person about memory, his remembering people's names. You know, when you meet somebody, try to repeat their name, try to get it in your head. I like to rhyme it, or I like to put it with something. And Jim Quick taught me that. Like, if I see somebody whose name's Patrick or Pat, right? Patrick Mahomes is our quarterback, right? I'll see them in a football uniform. So then, every time I see him, I know it's Patrick. Remember, you see in pictures. If I say the word refrigerator, you don't see R E F R. You see your refrigerator, don't you? If I say car, you don't see C A R. You see your car. If I say your house, I say house, you don't see H O U S E. You see your house. We see in pictures, put pictures with people's names. And so, powerful way. Huge first impression. Huge. Number 11, being late. This is like, This is huge on my list. It's huge. You want a first impression with me. You want a bad first impression immediately on me. Be late. On Zoom or in person. You see it all the time. See, running late to a meeting with people you don't know or have a formal relationship will shed a guaranteed negative light on you. You'll seem to be unreliable, unorganized person that doesn't respect people enough to value their time. My dad brought this in to me. I mean, as a child, we used to go to church, right? Church started at 10 o'clock. We got there at 9.30. If we got there a quarter till 10, we were late. He was upset. He said, if you're on time, you're late. Anybody who walked in the door to church at 10 o'clock, right? It's like, what if everybody walked in at 10 o'clock? What if everybody walked into media? What if everybody came on a Zoom? Just at, exactly. He said, if you're always early, you're never late. That brained in me. And I'm telling you guys, it's, 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 it's served me well in my years. Pay attention. First impressions. Number 12, the wrong attire. This is a huge one, right? If you're meeting somebody for the first time, especially in a formal situation, try to be conservative of your choice of clothing. What are you wearing? Be in the middle. Maybe one step up. Some people just don't care. By the way, Sierra's boy that she came over, right? Didn't impress me with that. And I got it. We got different generations, but see if I'm paying attention to first impression and I know I'm going to go meet someone who's um, 58 years old, I'd be paying attention to that. So I'm talking to you right now. It's not necessarily what you're comfortable wearing. It's where are you going? What are you being in front of? If you're going to get on a zoom and you got a ball cap on backwards and it's a business presentation or it's your first time meeting someone, are you kidding me? You would wear a ball cap backwards. You'd wear a dirty shirt. Looks like you just got done painting. Women, sometimes when they walk in the door, right, on an interview or presentation, or it's like they have heavy, heavy perfume on. Some people are allergic today. So much allergies. Heavy, heavy makeup. Okay? Men with heavy, heavy cologne. First impressions. It can predict your income. It's huge. Okay, there was 12. I'm gonna give you a couple extra here that I wrote down myself. Okay, maybe you can write some things down and you can write Right, interrupting. Interrupting is a huge bad impression. I see most people aren't listening, they're listening to talk and they're constantly interrupting you. You do that in a, I see people doing a presentation all the time. Stop. It, it's, it's, it shows disrespect. Listen course, bad hygiene. That could go under, you know, what you're wearing, right? Bad hygiene. Bad breath is one of the number one things, okay, that you can, when you enter a room, make sure you brush your teeth, right? It's like, it's simple things, gang. When we look at first, first impression. So let's go over them really quick, really, really quick. Number one, a weak handshake. Number two, keeping your hands in the wrong position. Number three, chewing gum. Number four, avoiding eye contact. Number five, playing with your hair. Number six, picking the wrong conversation. Number seven, invading someone's personal space. Number eight, making distracting noises. Number nine, constantly, constantly checking your phone. Number 11, being late. Number 12, the wrong attire. And we threw a couple in there called interrupting. So really we have 14, right? Interrupting people. And number 14, bad hygiene. I want you to think about these. See, remember, sometimes the reason why we're not getting ahead in life is because we're not doing the little things. Little things add up. 1% better. Be 1% better on a Zoom. Be 1% better than everybody else in a meeting. Do it every single day, every single day, every single day, every single day. Everything is just being a little bit better in a bunch of little things. Adds up. Adds up huge. So how are you on first impressions? Everybody have a fantastic day. Thanks for joining the podcast. Really enjoy. It. Share it with your friends. Love hearing your feedback too. And uh, have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you could think of anyone who would like to listen to this or use this, please share on your social media or text them. We would greatly appreciate that. And a final thought, there's a proverb that says, if you continually give, you will continually have. It's a perfect formula for building a significant team and a significant life. Remember, your legacy is not about what you acquire, it's about what you leave behind. Let's go have a legacy mindset.